to another great episode. <laughs> so good. Of Sacra Ranges Turbo, a podcast. Well, what do we talk about on this podcast? We talk about nerdy stuff, cosplay, movies, uh, Canada, oh. Random, oh. random stuff. It's good. Thanks for coming along on the ride. Who are we? I'm Amy. I'm the Pink Ranger. I'm Cole. I'm the Green Ranger. I'm John, the Mega McHugh, also known as the Gold Ranger. I'm Robert. I'm the Red Ranger. And I'm Tyler, the Black Ranger. If I could I feel, fast forward real life, I would have fast forwarded through that. I feel like I <laughs> yeah. should have just muted him in the middle of that. <laughs> okay. Hey, remember last week when I tried to talk about spooky things and we talked about Venom and got really deep? <laughs> no, I don't remember this. Yeah, nope, I don't remember this. I don't remember this at all. Jacking your dick. I mean, visiting your mother. I mean, building a cosplay. Another Sanji cosplay. I mean, all of the above <laughs> at once. None of those. Well, okay. Let's agree to disagree. <laughs> we are going to talk about... <laughs> Rob is dying because he's going to have a moment where he's editing this and he's not going to be sure whether to cut this out or not. Keep it! Keep it, Rob! Keep it! And Robert is now muted until he stops laughing. <laughs> okay. We're going to talk about spooky things like Halloween movies. Uh, so, everybody, let's work our hocus pocus. No longer do we need to keep this topic under wraps. Let's go to Halloween Town. It may not be Friday the 13th, but I want to talk about movies. Oh, I saw what you did there. <laughs> I'm sorry for uh, the way I am. Uh, you, you've been nursing that since last week, haven't you? She's a good, uh, good ghoul gone bad. <laughs> Leave the puns to me, Boy Scout. Right. <laughs> Says um, the one who's eating Boy Scout popcorn. I did get ripped off by a Boy Scout. This is the worst popcorn I've had in my life. Let's go through everybody's favorite Halloween movies in the same order as the call order. Mm. Crap. Okay. Put you on the spot. Boom. Oh, I saw crap. It was really artsy, scary, kind of different, but in a way that I like. They took some risks, but they could have worked on the pacing. What's your What's your choice there for that, Amy? Oh, technically, you were the first one to call off. Yeah, yeah. First one. Damn. Uh. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I probably like Beetlejuice the most. I watch mm. it every year. I've already watched it this year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and then there's like some classics that have a place in my heart. Those Disney movies like Under Wraps, Hocus Pocus, of course. Beat you to it, whoever was going to say that. Nightmare Before Christmas. There's so there's mine. Halloween nostalgia. You can't just take one of mine and pick it, make it yours. You, you picked so, seven. You've done. You picked all of them. You, <laughs> right. well, I've got. I've got more. Same okay. here. I got There's a bunch. There's still more. There's Ooh, still shit. more friends. Calm down, because the spookiness must continue. The spookiness. Uh, yeah. And this Halloween, I watched my first. This Hollow Month, I watched my first Ernest movie. I watched yeah. Ernest. Yeah. I'd never seen it before. Oh, it was. It was silly. It was very silly. <laughs> oh, I forgot um, how funny it is. Oh. So funny. Um. The Hold on, just because you brought up Ernest Scared Stupid and you've never seen an Ernest movie before. I haven't. I, mean, I know, the, what a weird gap in my uh, that's, education. That's yeah. almost the best Ernest movie, too. I, I would argue it is the best one. Yeah. It had the highest stakes. It was definitely the most interesting. It had the highest budget and the best visuals. The most dairy products. Yep. <laughs> For a film franchise built on a local area used car sales character. I don't even know how to describe that properly. This is mm -hmm. a guy that was in television commercials for a local car dealership. Who and that this? was the character he played. How that became a film franchise, I don't know. And I love it. I so fucking love it. 
Sometimes those make the best film franchises. I, it's the only one I've heard of like that. But, you know, honestly, if the uh, guys from Walker Automotive want to make a movie out of the Badger, I'm, I'm cool with that, too. That'd be uh, cool. Just, just, want to, just want to throw that out there. <laughs> Didn't they want to do that with happen. the caveman? <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, so, Amy, the real question here is, as somebody that has never seen one of those movies before and has now seen it as a young adult... Aw, he put young at the front of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're not old like Rob, so, you know. <laughs> That's a cue all you young is to take a drink. And, uh, and I'm pretty sure he's also resisting saying that just so that he doesn't get slapped. What? Slapped from who? From I what? look very youthful. Yeah. You're on the radio. The radio. The podcast land. You can only hear my voice, so you'll just have to believe me that I look youthful. She's 12. <laughs> like, I'm a 12-year-old boy. <laughs> At least my sense of humor reflects that. Uh, and right now, I'm there's holding, a lot of very confused hold, people. I'm holding back before I can confirm this. And my body type, Cole. There you go. I said it for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, there we go. <laughs> yeah, Amy. So, having never seen it, what did you think? Man, it was silly. It was mm-hmm. so silly. Um. Like silly in a good way, silly in a bad way, silly in a I don't think I can go and relate to this as an adult without nostalgia. Few people dare to go that silly nowadays. Mm-hmm. Like when he went into his multiple personalities, I was like, huh, this is really, really silly. Uh like I enjoyed the movie. I was mm-hmm. interested. I watched the whole thing without falling asleep. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That is a uh, compliment to any movie that, that I is. say that about, because I am a notorious movie sleeper. Mm-hmm. Um, it was good, but a lot of it I feel like I would have appreciated more as a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also have an immature sense of humor. I love slapstick. I love goofiness. I like scenes where they play funny music and do a funny chase and they give, avoid the guy and the guy's there. and then the, uh, You know, that shit. Mm-hmm. So overall, I enjoyed it. But so I didn't watch Lord of the Rings until a decade after it came out. And mm-hmm. I feel like I missed out on a cultural phenomenon. I feel similarly. I feel mm-hmm. like I missed out on a cultural phenomenon by not seeing it as a kid. Wow. That's actually a compliment. Like, wow. <laughs> but, you know, I enjoyed it, but I felt like the lost potential of not seeing it as a kid. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so. Well, now you can feel that lost potential again and again after we watch Ernest Goes to Camp and Ernest has a Merry Christmas. And is there only three? No, no, there's there's a lot more. Can I easily? uh, I don't. I I can. I'm going to speak up just real quick, but I know for a fact that you guys can immediately finish the sentence of what I uh, of what I'm going to say. I have, and I know ex- a girlfriend. <laughs> no, not no. Actually, actually, that's true, but that's besides the point. Anyway, I have never seen any Ernest films. Well, that's because you're a failure as a human being, Cole, and that's why you're single. Was I a failure of a human being and single when I saw it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You were? Yeah. All I know is for anybody playing the drinking game, Cole has not seen Take a topical it. film. Very drink. Is it topical? Yes. Very topical. All right. Mm, we yeah, got, I would say so. We Real got, quick, we got. At work, know. topical means applied to the surface, like mm-hmm. topical anesthetic. Mm-hmm. Whenever you guys say topical, I think of that. <laughs> like, Oh, Cole hasn't seen something we applied directly to our skin. Take a drink. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, moving on. (laughs) Those are my favorites. Uh, Oh, also, like, I don't know, actually scary movies. I love It. I love horror movies. I love Saw. I'm gross. I've just been watching these things right before bed, so I've been watching more kiddie movies this year. Mm -hmm. But maybe, like, on Halloween, I'll catch up and watch some gory shit. I just like picking a random B movie no one's heard of and being like, we're going to watch this. And it's pretty cool and bad. Like and then sometimes treat. it's a gem. Like Cube. Mm-hmm. The Cube was a gem. I'd never heard of it. Oh, it was really good. And I just I like, like was Cube. like, the I'm going to fucking watch this on Netflix. And it was there. And I watched it. And I watched it by myself on a 
Tuesday afternoon at like 2 p.m. And I was like, fuck, this is good. Did you have, have you seen Hypercube? No, I haven't watched the series, just the one. You gotta watch Hypercube. It's even even more. It's even more of it. Instead of a cube, it's like a hexagon 3D shape. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I can't say anything because I don't want to ruin it for you. <laughs> cube don't, two. Don't. Rubik's cube. <laughs> God. They have to solve a Rubik's cube by running on little treadmills to move the Rubik's of the cube. We're going to watch Hypercube the movie. Oh, Cube 2, Hypercube. Hypercube. Okay, I've talked enough about my favorites. It's Cole's turn. I hope you've had time to think. (laughs) Okay, fine. Um, I will totally be honest. I detest horror films. Okay. Um, I just don't like them. I never have. Um... I think the only horror film I've ever watched from start to finish was House of Wax. I, I do have to I do have to say this before anything. Uh, Cube is a Canadian film. Yes, it is. Mic drop. Mic drop. Oh my god. But yes, I have. Um, I've never been a fan of horror films and. For the most part, I've never been like a huge movie person as it is. But whatever. But um, the main for me, mostly, I would have to say my choice for Halloween film would, of course, be Night Before Christmas, just because that's the one that I grew up on, really. And I always thought it was all it was a really good film. So. And that's no, all I have to say about it. Mm-hmm. No, I mean that's that's perfectly fine. Um, extrapolate. Have you have you have you seen it in three D? On why you like it? No. Expand. It's why I like film it. Is not adequate. Extrapolate. Uh, she said. Oh God, I have to drink. Uh huh. Oh, hey everyone, that's a new rule. Uh, because I couldn't remember the word. You still oh. can't remember the word. <laughs> Expand upon. Elaborate. elaborate. I could not remember the word elaborate two weeks ago. And I kept saying extrapolate like a fucking idiot. Every time I say that incorrectly, we're going to drink now. You know what the worst part about this is? Yes, sir. I went back and edited that out of the oh, podcast. No. I retroactively edited the podcast. So you didn't need to worry about that. I cut out the thing... From last week too, with it. <laughs> Round of applause for Rob. I didn't go and upset you. Are you gonna Are you gonna edit it out again? You can't. Oh hell no, no, no! You get to keep this one. <laughs> you dug your own hole this time. <laughs> okay. I thought I was being nice. I was. Being you nice. are nice. You know. You don't know any other way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, trust me, I know another way. <laughs> oh damn. But yeah, mostly for the main reason that for what I enjoy about the movie, I'm just not really sure. Um, I've always been a a fan of animation and like when I was younger anyway. And I don't know. I just found it interesting just how they wove the story together. And just the creative, the writing of the story itself. Mm -hmm. I just thought it was unique. So... I actually just rewatched that movie a couple of weeks ago, uh, <laughs> somewhat coincidentally, on my honeymoon. Uh, well, in the middle of the, in the middle of the of Florida. Yeah, in the middle of Florida. But here's the thing: so uh, th- this is no secret to anybody that's asked me about it. Um, while we were on honeymoon. Uh, the first day, Brianna got a nasty heat rash, and she ended up going and spending about half of each day uh, in bed, going and napping, and kind of recovering herself, uh, recomposing herself. Okay. Yeah, that that's that's the biggest element of it. Uh, if we're going to go and break it all down, um, but on the second night that we were there, um, one of the events that they do—it's multiple times a week, but. Uh, it's a special event called the Mickey's not so scary Halloween party. And it's a rush because there's a whole bunch of food that you don't get other times. 
you literally go trick or treating. Like they give you bags and they're going and giving you like actual candy bars and shit like that. I got more That's candy funny. at Mickey's not so scary Halloween party than I think I did my last two or three years of trick or treating. Hmm. Like it was actually kind of depressing thinking about it. just like those stingy old bastards. Man, I love Halloween. Wait, I love- do you mean your last couple of years that you spent trick or treating? Yeah, spent trick or treating. Yeah. Have you been trick or treating the last few years? Or uh, no. Okay. Just no, I don't, I don't think I've gone trick or treating in at least twenty years. Okay, John, what's your favorite horror movie? Oh, or Halloween movie? Sorry, it doesn't have to be horror. Yeah. I yeah. guess it kind of meets a category, but my favorite movie was also my first rated R movie. Oh. It was The Thing. Oh, shit. Uh, You've seen a rated R movie? Fuck, John. That's <laughs> hardcore. Shit, homie. Shit. Yeah, Damn. The, <laughs> the Thing was always one of my favorites. And it was just, it was a good mixture of the gore, the suspense, the scare. Um, has anyone here seen The Thing? Nope. Oh, here's here's the question I've got for you though. Which version are we talking about? Not the thing from outer space. I saw that later on. This would have been the first remake that came out in eighty two. Eighty two. Yes, the one. Yeah, John Carpenter's. Yeah, yeah, John Carpenter's, which is just brilliant. It was just a good version, a good take on it, because the thing from outer space still was scary, but this just added on. He did his own thing, and it was good. Mm-hmm. Essentially, the premise of the thing is there's this monster that's just known as the thing. And the scary thing about it is the thing takes on the literal appearance of anything, of any living being. Their memories, their behaviors, everything. And nobody knows who the thing is. And so it all takes place in this research vessel, research uh, base in the Antarctic. And nobody knows who the thing is. And anyone could be the thing. And it's just about them trying to figure out who it is. But when the thing is discovered, he does this like grotesque this is really where inspiration for like dead space and so many other horror stuff comes from it's just a grotesque mutation like it's rapid with how it occurs and how it happens and what's cool about this is it's all conventional effects they used puppeteering for a lot of these uh for almost all the monstrosities Mm -hmm. and it's just this level of fear and suspense it's just amazing because you're like oh who is it who is it and even at the end of the movie you don't know who the thing was it's cool because like so you know that moment in the movie uh and this is the thing that killed insidious Mm -hmm. and (laughs) made the descent less scary half through once you see the monster the suspense is gone and the rest of the movie is just finding out what happens Mm -hmm. that's kind of cool i've never seen the thing who wants to watch it with me I, I do. do. Yay! Um, What's cool? I'm going to do that after Who Killed Captain Alex. Yes! Uh, cool. Yeah, it's cool. It seems like there's never that moment, that letdown of like, oh, okay, now I know what we're dealing with. You never know what you're dealing with. I, what's cool about The Fang, though, is every single time The Fang makes its quote-unquote appearance, it never looks the same. It's always mm-hmm. different. Yeah. It's really interesting. I... I'm not going to go and drop any spoilers here with this movie, but uh, it wasn't my first Radar movie, but it was my first John Carpenter film. Oh, shit! You've seen a Radar movie? <laughs> shit! Oh, damn! Fuck, homie! Shit! <laughs> no, <You're but>... core. <laughs> <laughs> no, but honestly, this movie, I came to revere John Carpenter after seeing this movie because... The ending of this film is just as suspenseful as anything else in the film. Something that, like you said, normally doesn't happen. Normally, once the mm-hmm. monster itself is revealed, it starts to go and come back down. Normally, in traditional script writing, you apex. You hit a climax, and then it comes back down a little bit at the end. Hot. <laughs> this one really almost doesn't do that. No, it doesn't. And that's what makes it great. And if anybody out there hasn't seen this movie and does have a bit of a stomach, because there are some... Mm. The, the conventional effects hold up really well. So there are Very some grotesque well. moments in this. <laughs> Especially the first monster is enough to make most people freak out. Yeah. And I'm not going to ruin anything about that. But yeah. um, what's cool is they made a remake of the remake in 2017. <laughs> Isn't 
Wait, was it Netflix? Which version is the definitive version? Which version should I watch? As the one thing? from the the one as from the uh, 80s is the one I would go with. Yeah. Is the that the consensus? I here's the thing. I would say here's the thing. <laughs> the thing. I would definitely say the 1982 version. If you want to go and see a film that you'll likely come back to down the road, you want to see the 1982 version. I actually liked the 2011 version. It's a really good remake. Uh, 2011. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. But it doesn't do anything new. Exactly. It really is almost a carbon copy of what we've seen already, just with, quote, better effects because there's a lot more CGI in it. And some of the changes do work, but I can't say it's as memorable when I go and think about, uh, when I think about the thing, I'm thinking about Kurt Russell is in this movie. Yeah. It's a defining role for him in his, uh, acting career. And, uh, yeah, you, you can't watch it. And not remember everything that he went through in that movie. He's, unfortunately, I think a really underrated actor now. But in the 80s, this was one of the things that put him on the map. Like, Mm -hmm. I watched this. And as soon as it was done, I went into another John Carpenter movie with Kurt Russell. We were doing a Kurt Russell thing. It's a long story. I was dating a weird girl at the time. Anyway. (laughs) That means you watched Big Trouble in Little China. Exactly. That's exactly what I watch next. I wish you wouldn't talk about our relationship on the podcast in such a negative light. <laughs> but go on. No, I I watched that and then I watched Big Trouble in Little China immediately afterwards. Knew nothing about the film. Just I had an evening of Kurt Russell. By the end of it, I was feeling very homoerotic. <laughs> Okay, real quick, Little China. I saw that for the first time this month. Also, yeah. What the actual fuck? Yeah, I know. That's what everyone says. <laughs> I thought it was a comedy, like, but then it wasn't. But then it was. Yeah. What? <laughs> ah! I was just like, what is happening here? That what have I gotten myself into? But I couldn't turn it off. That film defies explanation, doesn't it? It really does. It's so odd. It's a cult classic. It's one of those ones you just kind of watch, and you're just like, oh, "I'm just here for the ride, guys." No, that that and like the Escape from uh, Escape from New York, Escape from LA movies. <laughs> that was Escape from New York. That was a good one. Wait, were those John Carpenter too? <laughs> Hold on. John Carpenter's done a lot of good movies. Mm-hmm. He does, yeah. Uh, what was it? Uh, Village of the Damned, Prince of Darkness, um, Assault on Precinct 13, the original. Uh, who did Alien, uh, uh, Aliens? Predator. But yeah, The Thing would have definitely been one of my uh, favorites. I got one other series I go back to on Halloween as well, if I could have two. Yeah, no, go for it. I'll allow it. The Alien franchise. Mm, That's first... more than two. That's a whole franchise. Okay, fine. Alien one, because that was the good one. Well, hold hold on, hold on. I'm sorry, I gotta fight you a little bit on this one. That was the good one. That was good because it did a good job establishing the alien. It did a good job establishing the fret and the suspense, <laughs> and how hopeless the situation was. Okay, because I was gonna say, man, aliens. Yeah, okay. but aliens. That's plural. Alien was one, and they were. It was a group of space truckers trying to fight off the alien. They didn't know what they were getting themselves into. Okay, I'll, I'll go and give you that one. There was definitely a lot more suspense in the first film. Especially the scene where he's like, he's crawling through the ventilation shaft and everyone's freaking out. They're like, oh, it's right there. Where is it? Where is it? And then he turns around and it's right there. Oh. And that, I, was, a, that was a guy in a suit. Yeah. Again, conventional effects. No, they hold up really well. They definitely do. And what's more terrifying than an alien bursting out of your chest and then running off, coming back to kill you? Talking to my dad about why I'm home late on a Saturday night in high school. 
Well, this got dark fast. Rob, yeah. what's your favorite horror movie? Oh, dear God. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh, it's a horror film. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, what? a Halloween movie. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, uh, technically, to make a Halloween movie, it has to come out in October, correct? Um, I or have a Halloween theme, I would right? I say any movie that feels situationally appropriate if you watch it in Halloween. Yeah. Like Nightmare uh, on So that means any horror movie, too, could be it. Any movie that when it's Halloween, when it's October, you're like, I should watch this movie. Get my spook on. Any movie mm. that facilitates getting your spook on, as the kids say. Yeah, that's the kids say. No, this this is one I've been agonizing about this for a week, trying to go oh, and come yeah. up with something. Y'all, but, he's been agonizing. But it, th- this is one of my favorite times of the year. I watch a lot of, especially bad <laughs> movies. So, <laughs> I do they still come out with Halloween movies, like? No. Now I'm older and I'm not watching TV like the kids channel as much as like I assume they're still making Halloween movies. Mm-hmm. I'm just not on the beat anymore, not on the pulse of what's new. And so I'm wondering, do kids like have new Halloween movies that they're learning and watching or are they still watching the ones that are just on reruns right now? There's series like The Witches of Waverly Place. Mm-hmm. And my favorite part about Halloween Mm-hmm. Is it's always around this time you can tell that a kid has just turned the right age to buy a rated R movie because <laughs> the first movie they always buy is Friday the 13th or uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare on Elm Street are great movies, but it's yeah. funny because in today's like what's out there, they're relatively tame, they are hilarious. If you want a good comedy, watch Nightmare on Elm Street. Yep, yep. Freddy is a great comedian. Yeah, what. I, I fell asleep during that movie. He's got good one-liners. Why doesn't that that's ironic. Me? That is like actually know. ironic. I know. I know that's ironic. ironic. My brother was like, "How did you sleep during that?" Like, <laughs> I don't know. Oh my God! It's but a, Johnny getting pulled down into his mattress. How did you sleep through that? I woke up for that part, and then I fell back asleep. <laughs> <laughs> he, he like he he gets the deaf guy, and he's just behind the deaf guy going. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> You're That's on a podcast, you... you dumb fuck. Nobody knows what you just did. No, 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 no. <laughs> I was pantomiming. He knows exactly what he's doing. Pantomiming him, like, waving his arms around behind the deaf guy because he can't hear him. He's just like, oh, I'm right here. You can't see me. I'm about to kill you. <laughs> and that's when I went, this man is a comedy genius. He's not a killer. He's just misunderstood. <laughs> just misunderstood. Like in Rick and Morty. I'm oh, just misunderstood, bitch. He's <laughs> on another level of comedy that we don't understand yet. Bitch. The time where he puts the kid in the game and he's just sitting there playing Mario. He's yeah. just like has an Atari controller. He's just like, oh, yeah, I've got this. He's hitting the button. He's like, ah, shit, I died when the guy dies because he's in there. It's just like sick. Oh, it's great torture. Yeah. No, torture, bitch. Uh, no, those, unlike like Friday the 13th, those films did not actually deteriorate as time went along. Like they, yeah, they yeah. got worse and better simultaneously. Yeah, it defies logic. I love them, and I that was one of the ones I was thinking about. Then it's like, well, there's also like Monster Squad. I adore that movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. yeah. Oh. And then I was thinking like, oh, but then there's also the nostalgia factor because there's like, uh. The Halloween that almost wasn't, which is weird because it's the kids' Halloween movie that stars adults, and then you have Monster Squad, which is the adult Halloween movie that stars kids. Um, I think giving kids as a protagonist enhances most scary movies, especially if they're a good actor. Is a little monster technically a Halloween movie? Do you watch it when you want to get your spook on, Tyler? It's Howie Mandel dressed up as a monster with horns and he's blue and shit. That doesn't answer my question. If I say Tyler... It's also a bad movie. Let's get your spook on. I always get my spook on. Watch it to get your spook on, but just get into the spirit of Halloween. Does that count? I watch all my spook all year long. Getting your spook on is getting into the spirit of Halloween. Little monsters. You're confusing spooky with creepy, and yes, you are creepy all year round. How about when good uh, when good ghouls go bad with Christopher Lloyd? Mm. It's not your turn yet. Yeah, I'm tired of waiting. No, I dude, I know. 
How like about seriously. the Frighteners with Michael J. Fox? Oh, okay. What about Scary Godmother? That was a Peter Jackson movie. It's not a good podcast if we're just like, what about Nightmare Before Christmas? Yeah. <laughs> what about Friday the 13th? Yeah. What about Hellraiser? Okay, here, what I got one. It? I got one. All right. It's I, not your turn. I watched this last year. Oh, I said your last name. Sorry. It is not your turn. Right. Happy Nobody death day. knows how to spell it. Happy Death Day. Who watched Happy Death Day? It's I, I saw that. Oh, Where's this gonna go with it? We're gonna go with Tyler here. We'll we'll, we'll double back. Right, you can go. You can go back. I said my things. We'll we'll double back on me. Okay. Okay. Hey, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> just loading the cannons, guys. I'm, I'm serious. Cannons. Like I have spent a week trying to go and figure this shit out. I was going through all the monster horror movie or all the Universal monster movies, the Hammer series of monster movies. Just thinking about everything, and I got it narrowed down to two. Halloween Town, two. Bumbelina. That's not a Halloween. Yeah, no, yeah. so, like I. Movie. No, technically I got it down to three, but one of them I'll watch any time of the year. So I went and counted it out. Well, so the one I had to count out was uh, Young Frankenstein. Honorable mention, Young Frankenstein. Okay. Yeah, because I'll watch that any time of the mean, year. Whenever somebody says Young Frankenstein, just like I'm in. Mel Brooks. Mel, I'm Mel, in. Mel Brooks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that has a uh, um um. Willy Wonka. Why am I forgetting his name? Yeah. <laughs> Gene Wilder. Gene Wilder. It's got Gene Wilder in there. It's got, um, oh God, I'm forgetting all the names. I know. Oh, it's been so long since I've seen that movie. Yeah. I just putting on the Ritz. Yeah. Put on the Ritz. God, I love that movie. It? It's a great movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably one that Cole hasn't seen either. No, he, he wouldn't have seen any Mel Brooks. Cole, you have you seen Young Frankenstein? Yes, that's obscure. Obscure Mel Brooks, though, Young Frank. It's like a cult classic, I would say. You would say I'd say I've watched a whole bunch of Mel Brooks films. There's other Mel Brooks that are way more cult classics than that one. I don't know. I I, that and Blazing Saddles, I think, are probably still the two best examples and two of the better known. Spaceballs, man. Okay, you got me. Spaceballs is probably the best known. Three. I don't think of Spaceballs as a Mel Brooks film, though. I just think of it as a funny movie. You know, about, uh, Men in Tights. I know. Men in Tights. Mel Brooks films. Oh. I think Men in Tights. Mm-hmm. Blazing Saddles. Such Blazing a good Saddles. film. Men Tyler, Tyler what's your favorite Blazing part Tights. of Men in Tights? Oh. His name's a chew? No, it's a sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we could have a whole podcast about Mel Brooks, but it's not this one. Yeah. Okay. I'm okay with that. I'll have a I'll have a whole podcast. Oh yeah. No, we 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 should talk about Mel Brooks at some point. I I would should go to con as different Mel Brooks characters. Oh my god. Who gets yogurt? I call Dark Helmet. Gene Wilder will I be? Because he's been in more than one. Pretty much. The Gene Wildest. I'm trying to think of which one I would be. I call Lord Helmet. I might, I might just take the prince. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I just... Mm. Anyway, so that was the honorable mention. Um, I don't think any of us could be the sheriff from Blazing Saddles, though. Someone, no. will, call Rusa, someone will call will be mad at us. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Let's, um, <clears throat> let's not go there, because we've already got uh, one of our friends dealing with one of those situations right now. Uh, oh, dear. Yeah. We'll talk uh, about and, that later. Yeah, talk about that later. later. Uh, anyway, so the two movies that I narrowed it down to are complete opposites on the spectrum. The first one is the horror movie Fright Night. Has mm. anybody seen yeah. this? I have. Okay. No. Cole All has right. not. No. So this is a film that actually has been parodied a lot, but not as... Not as the uh, supernatural horror movie uh, that the original is. So the film is about this kid named Charlie. And Charlie! Anyway. There's a moment like that in the movie. Um, <laughs> Sorry, it just... I know, it's okay. Sorry. Anyway. Sorry about that. Sorry about that, eh? Yeah, hey, Sorry man. about Sorry that, man. No, but Charlie is obsessed with the occult. He's obsessed with this television show uh, starring a guy named Peter Vincent that does all these Tales from the Crypt style short movies. Uh, 
and goes into the nature show. of you know the occult characters, whether it be the mummy, the vampire, yada yada yada. Uh, it's a local access television for him. This I is loved, a movie I love that show. Exactly. Tales of so, the Keeper was awesome. It was. It was fantastic. But uh, yeah, he's really obsessed with this stuff. And one day, a neighbor moves in in the middle of the night. And weird things start happening, including him going and noticing his neighbor going and macking on this woman that the next day is found dead in a ditch with her head cut off and is revealed to have been a hooker. He's going and assuming initially this guy's a murderer. You can pretty much go and guess what every movie has parodied this from now on. But it turns out the guy is not just a murderer, but he's a fucking vampire. And goes out of his way to go and make poor Charlie's life an absolute living hell. Including going after his mother, best friend, and girlfriend. And it's just really well paced. The character work is good. I love the prosthetics that are in this movie. It's all conventional effects. It's very clearly from the early 1980s in terms of the camera equipment that was used for it. It's not particularly high-end in terms of the development cycle, but they made it really work with good writing, uh, good characters, uh, good actors, and great conventional effects when necessary. There's a few moments in there that when I go and think of good Hollywood uh, Halloween cinema. It's like this movie still comes to mind for me in a lot of ways. So I absolutely loved Fright Night. Uh, so that'd have to be my favorite. Um, but I need to go and talk about another one that I actually have watched more times and I'm kind of ashamed of it and yet also would encourage everybody to watch it. Has anybody seen Frankenhooker? What? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so this might be the greatest stealth. <laughs> Shouldn't even call it stealth. It, it, it is. It is an overt exploitation film masquerading as a Halloween movie, masquerading as being more sexually interesting than it actually is. <laughs> this there's a lot of B movies that go and come out. Well, I should say, used to be a lot of B movies that came out around Halloween, especially back in the 80s and early 90s, back when, you know, especially kids would go and get new Halloween movies every year. I don't think that happens anymore. Like, the most recent yeah. thing I've heard of is, like, Scary Godmother, and that's... Oh, trust me, there is oh, a... New... a that's a... what I mean. It's been a while. There's a new Halloween movie coming out every single Halloween, and they always show up in the uh, value bins or in the new releases. Yeah, well, I'm sure of that much on there. You know, there is going to be that low budget stuff that pops up, but like, I don't, I don't hear about a lot of stuff anymore. And maybe I'm just out of the loop or something like this that. But thing is yeah. like, yeah. Well, like, maybe, do you guys? Do you remember when you were kids? I don't know if this you guys did this, but on Halloween night, they always used to show that rerun of the Scooby Doo, mm -hmm. like Halloween themed stuff. But that's just it. Like I go and scroll through because I, I still, for some reason, pay for cable. I don't know why I do this, but I just can't give it up for some reason. I go and scroll through the listings. And like last Halloween, I was trying to go and find anything, you know, that either seemed nostalgic or something like that. Like I was trying to go and find Scooby-Doo in the Boo School. I think that was what it was called. Because mm -hmm. I love that movie. I don't know why I love that movie, but I love that movie. I love I was that movie, to find... too. That's the best Scooby-Doo movie. I, it's... Ooh. Boo Brothers is second. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, I, I, yeah, I, I was just trying to go and find that. And it's like, okay, I've got Halloween off. Let's see what I can go and find. And I went through like Cartoon Network, Turner Classic, uh, Boomerang. And it's like, I saw a lot of old Halloween movies. Like there was nothing I didn't recognize that was on any of those channels. And it's like, that's where I saw all of these obscure you know halloween kids movies like the uh what was it the uh, halloween tree anybody familiar with that one mm. halloween uh, tree no. i halloween i would need tree. to go and refresh myself on this one i probably got the name wrong here but like it was the story of these kids who were getting ready to go out trick-or-treating together and one of their friends fell sick 
and somehow or another they ended up going through all these different cultures and seeing yes yes i know what you're talking about yes okay, you do know they, what go, they about. go to the spanish one and then they go to the day of the dead yeah yeah i totally know what you're talking about i was like it sounded familiar yeah okay okay so somebody else did see that yeah but it's like that was the stuff that i saw when it was new on cartoon network and it's like i didn't see anything like that like even disney channel i was seeing stuff that i was familiar with although I guess they made another Halloween Town movie, uh, Halloween Town High. Yes. That oh, that one's old too. Is it? It is. That one came out like the a year or two after uh, the second one. Because uh, no, that's the fourth one. Yeah, I was so gonna say that's not, that's the, the first third one. one. They had the second one, Caliban's Revenge. They had Halloween uh, when she goes to college in Halloween Town, and then they have Halloween High where she then brings them because they open the gate, and then Halloween Town. And how, uh, which only opened on Halloween is now open all the time because they forced it open during when she was staying at the Cromwell Castle. I know all the lore. That's right. I watch all the movies. They yeah. replaced her with a different person with a butt chin. And we we're like, you thought we wouldn't be changed by the butt chin, but we knew this is the wrong butt chin. Sorry, this is this, that, was, that, was, that was Halloween. Wow. I was on Reddit. I the fact that he the fact time. that he is moving his microphone with every statement means that he's very serious. <clears throat> yeah. So yeah, Halloween Town High. Uh, that's when they like um, they do come back and they then bring kids to the high school in the real world, and then that's when they hit. Problems. Okay, so I'm uh, I'm actually confused here. I might not have actually watched the last two movies now because I'm looking at this and Halloween Town High. You were right; it's actually the third movie. Is it third? No, it's third movie. Maybe that is the third yeah, movie, and then the, the third movie, the and then one. there's Return to Halloween Town, which is the fourth. Yes, and then that's when she goes to college. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So there's four. Yeah, there's the one. There's Calabar's Revenge. Uh, then there's Halloween High, and then there's Return to Halloween Town, where she goes to college yeah. there, and then the it, college is actually mm-hmm. the Comrade Cat. That's when she like time travels. Yeah. There's time yeah, travel in that one. And I'm wow, I am older than I thought here because Halloween Town 2, Calabar's Revenge came out in 2001. And I'm sure I hadn't seen Halloween Town High. And that came out in 2004. Yeah, no, it came <laughs> out like two years after. Yeah, yeah. They're like, they're in pretty close succession. So if you like watch, if you were growing up with the first one, then you were in the prime age for like the next three to come out. So, <laughs> how are you doing there? Wow, buddy? I am not doing well. I want to go back to Frankenhooker. That, that that doesn't make me feel so old. That came out before I was born. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, Return to Halloween Town is over ten years old. So wow, that means we probably won't be saying any uh any new ones anytime soon. Oh my god! Frankenhooker is actually uh, it, it it was out by the time that I. I was born. Okay. Um, anyway, I got. I just need to give you guys a brief on this one, and then I'm just gonna shut up and let you guys talk about your stuff. But I've already died. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this this Frankenhooker might be one of the best B movies I've ever seen. Because the idea with this film is that you've got this kid and his girlfriend, college age. They're engaged. Fiance gets decapitated. Just insane series of incidents. Ends up with her getting her head cut off and dying. And he goes out of his way to go and build her a new body and reanimate her. Oh my god, I may have seen this movie. (laughs) I hope you have. So It looks so familiar. Yeah. He... (laughs) So he goes and gets a whole bunch of hookers together and is analyzing them, lab coat, stethoscope, and everything for the best attributes, you know, measuring their arms and legs and all that kind of stuff. And he kills them all, but That's he feels bad about killing them. So he does it in, in his mind the most humane way possible. So he goes and makes this, this explosive version of crack. Because he's like, they're just going to spend all the money on crack anyway. I might as well oh. go and speed the process along. <laughs> so he gives them all crack. They all go and snort the shit. And then they all just start exploding. And it is so campy and so cheesy. 
I'm sad that Amy's missing this. I didn't even realize that she wasn't there. <laughs> no one even knew she wasn't there. Go away to ruin it. Yeah, Keep going. Yeah. No, but they get exploded. He's going and sewing them all together. Goes and reanimates his dead fiance. But the twist of this whole thing is that she not only is completely unaware of her previous life, but the only things she can go and say are the classic hooker pickup lines. <laughs> so she's going out and she's so strong. She's She gets out and she's just killing these guys that she's trying to go and hook up with accidentally. And it's just one series of hilarious moments over and over and over again. It's wonderful. Like it's, it is I'm a violent film. It is really graphic. Never existed before this. Yeah. No, I. If you have not seen Frankenhooker, please do yourself a favor. <laughs> watch, just, just watch it. Yeah. No. It was I on think... Amazon Prime last year, so I'm I'm sure if it's not on there, I'm sure you can rent it through them. I think sounds really interesting. I totally watched this, and I think it was my, my I watched it with my mom. That wouldn't. She, yeah. That wouldn't surprise me. No. Yeah. Yeah. Because that that then brings me immediately looking at it and realizing this it immediately brings me to the other movie uh, that I would watch with my mom and sing the soundtrack to all the time mm-hmm. was a uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah. <laughs> so there's Alrighty. a classic. Well, we've ran out of time for Tyler's <laughs> favorite movie, so we're gonna call it for tonight. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> Oh, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. What's your favorite Halloween movie? Oh, I thought we were going to stop. That was okay. I had nothing else to say. It's Rocky Horror Picture Show. It's pretty good, too, because I would always... That's my. That's the one song I, I always always put that album on, because not only do I have Halloween movies I watch, I have Halloween albums I listen to. It's literally Love just it. the one. That's it. That's that's the only one. There's no other... <laughs> There's Damn nothing it, else to Janet. say. There's Damn nothing it, else to Janet. say. That's your favorite, Rocky Horror? It's up there. It's one of the good ones. What's your favorite? Uh, it's hard to say because there are so many, and I just love watching a plethora of them. Like, you can't go wrong. Like, Ernest Scared Stupid, we've already talked about. Mm-hmm. Uh, we already talked about Beetlejuice because that's also another of the yep. classics. Um, I really do like watching uh, When Good Ghouls Go Bad. Because uh, there's so many movies just that were on all the time, and I would watch, and I would just they'd be on i'd be a kid i didn't know what i was watching it was just a halloween movie and then i completely mm-hmm. lose them but that the idea of the movie and what was in it it's still in my head there and i would just like get the faint memories of what happened in the movie and i just like what was that how do i look that up and i would look things up and then normally it'd be one day just be on cable or something and it would just be it'd be there and you'd be like oh, what's that <laughs> and you'd be like that's it. That's the movie I was missing. I now know it. I can find it. I can watch it all the time. Every Halloween. It's now on my list. Boom, right there. Like, Boom. yeah, that's just, that's another one of them. It's like all the Halloween Town movies. Uh, when Good Girls Go Bad, Beetle uh, Beetlejuice, Hocus Pocus, Beetle Guys. That's what they, she says in the movie. It's just Beetle Guys. Beetle Guys. Who's that? Yeah. Um, His twin brother. What else? There's another one. Uh, I was just thinking it. Uh, oh, I just saw a movie. It was on the TV, uh, and I never got to watch it. And it was really strange. It was called "Cast a Deadly Spell," and I've never seen it before. And I can't find it anywhere. But what it is. It's like a 1930s detective movie, hmm. but everyone has magic powers. Because this is like in an alternate world. Hmm. Uh, yeah, no one else knows. No one else has watched this before. Yeah. No. Okay, I only got a clip of it, and I was just like watching it, and just like, oh, it looks like a like a gangster movie, and then the dude was like shaking, doing, making some. A cocktail and they just like does this and then it keeps shaking and then there's another guy that was like looked like a rock golem guy person i was like this is a strange movie i'm intrigued 
And then I found the name of it. And then like I've talked to people and no one has ever seen it or watched it before. So maybe it wasn't a good movie. Maybe it wasn't a Halloween movie. I don't know. But it was on during Halloween. So that's now my my uh, um, uh, white whale, I guess, to find. That, that's like me at Christmas every year with Santa's sleigh. Santa's hmm. sleigh. Yeah. That's a movie? Yep. Hmm. It's a Brett Ratner movie. And um, actually, let's just let's just pull up the whole plot synopsis. All right. After a millennium of spreading Christmas cheer, Santa Claus, played by Bill Goldberg, reverts to his demonic self and gives the gift of fear. Huh. Huh. It's like that Krampus movie. Huh. Kind oh, of. That's, for that that's one. a new Halloween movie. Mm. Yeah. No, that's a new Christmas movie. Yeah. Is that a Christmas movie or a Halloween movie? Krampus? Chris. No, no, no. You're Santa Slay. Oh, it's it's a Christmas movie. No, that's why I'm saying. That's like well, meeting Christmas movies with Santa's sleigh. We'll have a Christmas movie special, and we'll talk about Nightmare Before Christmas again. Yeah, that's a good one. That's yep. like, as long as Cole goes first, we're good. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, what else did I want to say? Yeah, no, because I, I, I did bring up the, the Frighteners, which was a Michael J. Fox movie, yeah. uh, which is actually not a... We didn't come out on Halloween, came out in August, but... It's a Peter Jackson movie, so yeah. can't go wrong there. Yeah. Um, Dead Alive, anybody? <laughs> Dead Alive, another Peter Jackson. We should just have a Peter Jackson one, too, because he's got also Meet the Feebles. Mm. So how have you guys been doing with watching your Halloween movies? Mm. How do you do it? Do you do it as a marathon? Is it like you just sit down and you watch them, or do you like watch one a day or something like that? Pretty much one every day or every... Every one to three days, I watch a Halloween movie. I would say, hmm. all of yeah. October. Same with same with Christmas. But mm -hmm. I'm such a slut for holidays. Like fuck, I love holidays. I like being festive. I love Halloween. I'm gonna dress up, not in one of my cosplays. It's different than the rest of the year. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be great. Oh. See, that's a things have changed because like it used to be i would just be watching tv and all the movies would be on at some time and you would watch all of them to the point where like they'd be like halloween movie's gonna be on this day at this time and i'd be like oh fuck yeah i'm gonna be here watching it prepare get yourself some chips and snacks sit down and be like fucking halloween town marathon and then you just sit there and enjoy be like a saturday or sunday night or whatever maybe even a friday night <laughs> And then it'd be on for like another every other day because it would play it over and over and over again with every other movie. So, yeah. Same with Hocus Pocus. I see a lot of Hocus Pocus. Yep. I still haven't watched that one all the way. I started it and I fell asleep at the spell on you scene and I need to watch it. Oh. Again. I need to finish it. Oh, what did I see? There, It's like they slightly brought it back again. I saw it was like an animated short like two minute clip thing and it was that well of like the hocus pocus they've sisters. been they've been testing around a little bit so this this is kind of a big year uh for them it's a anniversary year and did anybody that actually i probably should go and post it on the soccer rangers facebook um well i was at the not so scary halloween party i mean everything at disney right now for uh all of their Halloween stuff is all Hocus Pocus themed. Uh, it's a big anniversary for them. And two years ago, there was a uh, leaked memo uh, from Disney that they were going and shopping around the idea of doing a sequel. Yeah. Because Hocus Pocus has kind of a weird history. Originally, it was supposed to be a Disney Channel original movie. But it was testing so well with preview audiences where they didn't see the whole film. They were going and seeing little 20-minute segments. It was testing so well that they decided to make it a full theatrical release instead. Though you can still tell it was definitely done on a made-for-TV budget. You know, there's not a lot of real wow in there visually. Uh, a lot of the casting was amazing. Yeah, the beginning of the movie has some cool lightning effects and shit. Mm -hmm. and, like, the Black Candle looks cool. 
Yeah, but it's I mean, a lot of, it's a lot of similar sets. So like yeah. the sets are always the same. So yeah, I mean, I a lot of them were was just the limitations of the time more than limitations of budget. No, mm -hmm. no, that, that was purely budgetary on there. No, because a lot of it was actually shot. God, I'm trying to remember. There was another show that was go, or there was a TV show that was going on at the time, and it wasn't even one that was on Disney Channel. It was uh, something that was on ABC, and like, like half of the movie is just done on these familiar sets that were on the television show at the time. Like they did this really on the cheap. Um, Although it's worked out because a lot of the people in there, Bette Midler did have a career beforehand, but like Sarah Jessica Parker was just getting started. Um, actually, those are probably the only two that are really big worth mentioning. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, no, no, no. The guy who plays Eddie mm -hmm. is a big, big thing. Big deal. Is he? Yeah, I... I God, I, that, well, I, <laughs> I probably will, should research first. <laughs> I will give it a Google, but he's a big deal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. I probably just haven't recognized him to be honest, but yeah, no, um, he's one of those people who's always playing character roles where he's very like uh Sorry, not Eddie, Billy. Billy Butcherson is played by Doug Jones. Oh, oh. yeah. Yes. Well he's okay. a, like a voice yeah. actor. Yeah. Doug Jones is in The Shape of Water, Hellboy 2, and Pan's Labyrinth. Okay, yeah, no, I, I, I get where you're coming from. Although even still, I don't know if I'd put that you know, quite on the same level as Sarah Jessica Parker or uh, Bette Midler, but... I hate Sarah Jessica Parker, so I would. Yeah. <laughs> I hate her so much. I, I'll admit that I'm not a fan either, but at I least I can... I've never met say. a single person who has liked her. Yeah. Yeah, she's not great. I don't know. That... She's at John Dines at the end. Uh, that was a good one. He's in. He voices some. He does Fallout. I don't know. Uh, he, he's he's a big deal, especially in the you know voice actor character actor community. So yeah, yeah I'll give you that boy. one. Fantastic yeah. Four. I don't think anybody should be proud of that one. <laughs> <laughs> some people prefer that didn't exist. Yeah. Which one? All doesn't them. matter. Oh, I kind of like the original, the first one. Burn it to the ground. It was okay. He's in mimic. Oh, didn't know that. Huh. Tank girl. Yeah. yeah true. Yeah. But anyway, anyway sorry. Uh, I just yeah. like to argue. It's it's okay. It's but okay. I, I, hey, you you brought up a good point that I did not consider. No, I I gotta be honest, I didn't realize that, that was him. I didn't realize it was Doug Jones, so shame yeah. on me. Um <laughs> shame. But yeah, it got released in theaters, but it was so mishandled in terms of advertising, considering on how quickly they switched it from going and being a made-for-TV movie to getting a full theatrical release. It had, like, no hype going into it, so it was largely considered to be a financial blunder. Hmm. Not a total failure, but a blunder, because it was a good enough movie that it should have done better at the box office, especially considering on how soft that Halloween season was. So it didn't do well at the box office. Basically got relegated to Disney Channel and was played, you know, basically on repeat every year. It seemed like once a day. And has become a big movie since then because you've had a whole generation that's grown up with the movie. A lot of the parents have seen the movie. And now a lot of the kids of the kids who had it or a lot of the kids who watched it originally are having kids now and they're getting introduced to it. This is one that has exponentially piled on despite being a total failure in its initial process. That's how cult classics happen. Yeah. That's just dead. No, it's it's crazy. Because like unlike, say, a Rocky Horror Picture show, which knew it wasn't going to make any money in the beginning and has become a big deal since, this one, they wrote it off. <laughs> they thought this one was dead. It's hmm. weird. It's just weird. And then Treasure Planet just can't get the same kind of build up on there. That Still sad about that. Oh, yeah. but it, it, Treasure Planet's weird because everyone who knows Treasure Planet loves Treasure Planet. So that one's also a cult. Yeah, anybody who's seen it knows how good it is. Yeah. But Disney yeah. didn't replay that one like crazy to go and get some more interest into it like they did for Hocus Pocus. Oh, yeah, but you can't just play that a bunch. Everyone knows it. Man, I had to. There's toys. There's there's mcdonald's toys and shit and then they had like a whole music to it and it was it hit it i don't know where they lost it there that's just mm. advertising purely advertising hashtag sacred blacksmith and kingdom hearts 
cool. <laughs> okay, Amy, you're gonna you're gonna need to end this now because I gotta go and bitch slap a boy over here. I'd like to see you try. I'd like to see you go. Let's go right now. We're okay. on. The door's the other way, Rob. The door's the other way. You're on. Sign off. Just mute them. Mute everyone. I don't know. Ah! Mute. Mute. Okay. Thank you, everybody, for joining us on another spoopy episode of Soccer Rangers. A turbo. Uh. Thank you, and you can listen to us however you're listening to us now. Just keep doing it that way. That's great. This this way you're listening to us, that is sufficient. Uh, you can find us on Facebook and Instagrams. We post so frequently because we're great at social media. You can find us on iTunes, the cloud. <laughs> iTunes. Google Play. Google Play. Google Play Music Podcast. Google. Maybe Spotify. Music Podcast. You know, Rob would correct me, but I muted his ass. So anyway, he's just going to probably add them in here. You can also find us on. (laughs) There you go. Thanks, Rob. Uh, So, okay. I love you. Bye. Bye.